Welcome to Hands at the Table. I'm your co-host, Jeff Bramhall. Alongside fellow massage therapist, Bori Saranyi, this podcast shows massage therapists how powerful our profession can be. We believe that as a craft and as a profession, massage therapy is only limited by a therapist's imagination and willingness to put in the work. By sharing what we're learning, what we're working on, and what's captured our interest, we hope to broaden your perspective, inspire you to set your standard high, and invest in your craft. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Hands at the Table with Jeff and Bori again this week. And this week I'm coming with a little fun uh, idea that we can play around with is talking about the infinite game. So if anybody read the book, Simon Sinek's book about the infinite game or listened to the podcast with Brené Brown or any of his podcasts when we talk about uh, the infinite game, it's a very interesting idea and I really like the guy. So he is also the author of Start With Why uh, book, which is also a very good read. Actually, with my mentorship, that's the book I started them with, like lesson number one, like figure out your why. But for us, like small business owners or even just entrepreneurs or anybody who wants to stay in the field, I think it's like important to think about what is our long-term future? Like how can your business be different or how can your life be different than uh, just like owning your own business by yourself your whole life and then hustling by yourself every single day. So this is what the infinite game is about. What he talks about in that book is how you can shift or how we should start shifting our mindset towards uh, instead of having a zero sum game saying that no, 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 there's no winning or losing in life. There's no winner of education. There's no winner of life. There's no winner of happiness. There's no winner in um, success. Like there's always just going forward. There's no necessary one winner and everybody else is a loser. You always kind of like just going forward and having this network or thinking about more how you can elevate everybody around yourself or how you can generate kind of like a overlapping or overlaying success, not just for you, but for your community. How, how is that should be our more focus nowadays now, right? So there's no winner in business, like before there might have been, right? But now like every single one of us is a single person. And when, if we think, if we want to win, we never will. Like when, what is the, what is the metric that you want to hit to win? Also, you can just choose your own metric. So at that point, what is the point? So it's a really great book. And he talks about it in every podcast, like very eloquently and um, simply that it's, it can be understood. And what I wanted to think about is like, how does that translate to our little small business, like our little segment? How can we make our small business or even just our profession as massage therapists or healthcare workers, how can we make that not a zero sum game? How can we make that a winning game or an elevation game for everybody? How can we, how can we have a business that is resilient enough that it wouldn't collapse under like a pandemic, for example, 
because that's the other point that he's making is that if you consider yourself about metrics and winning in certain uh, aspects of your business, there's a point where you're going to lose. There's, it's inevitable that if you don't hit those metrics, you feel like you're losing. Whereas you're not, you're just not hitting the metric that you chose. But in other departments, you might be still going forward, but you don't see it because it's your own metric that you're choosing. So just think about like, what are the things that we can do? Like, for example, in the pandemic, right? Like, what else could we do? We lost all of our patients, right? So am I losing or winning at that point? But if I think about, oh no, my goal is not to haul in money. My goal is my client's well-being. Then I could send out a newsletter every week. I could send out, I can reach out to my clients every day. I can make sure that they're healthy. I can set, I can start an online course when I, we talk about breathing, when we talk about movement. Like there's so many things that you can do if you set your mindset a little bit further away about not and not just focusing on the money, not just focusing on numbers and what can you measure, but having a loftier or like a little bit more idealistic goal, a little bit more um, separated from, from material gains. And that way you can still contribute, even if you can't hold in the money, right? So at that point, I'm still active in my community. I still have my clients because I provided them something um, throughout the pandemic and I could shift gears because I thought about more what's good for our community, what's good for them versus how am I going to get this money? So I think like that's that was one example that I definitely everybody needed to shift. And I think a lot of people lost, you know, and again, the pandemic was not easy for anybody and people did lose their job and did go through all of that. But I'm specifically talking about small business owners or entrepreneurs or, or LMTs. Like what can we do to kind of like widen this circle versus not just thinking about money all the time, but how can we add more value to our game basically Mm -hmm. and have it a positive game for a positive outcome from everybody so anything that you can think about or if you have any questions oh yeah this is this is a great (laughs) this is a great one because so so you know for me i started i started this business in the middle of pandemic and i have and people and so you know obviously like so i think uh, so actually no let's take like two big 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 steps back (laughs) Huge steps. Yeah, like massive steps. First, just thinking about the idea of entrepreneurship. Like one, like a person, a person who who decides to open a business is fundamentally an optimist. Has to be mm. like has to be a fundamentally an optimist because or or they're or they're they're or completely okay. they're either an op, yeah they're, they're either an optimist or they're ignorant, right? Yeah. Because when the because think about what you what you do when you file when you file your business papers when you like you know when you pay when you pay this pay the state for your llc or whatever you are saying that you believe that there is that there are people who want something that is not currently available to them and that you're able to you're going to be able to provide it and you're going to be able to provide enough of it to get to make a living for yourself 
Like that is a fundamentally optimistic thought process. And you can't do this unless you have that, unless you have that, unless you either have that or you're completely ignorant. Mm -hmm. So, so I think, and I don't think, I think a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck into, get, get sucked into the idea of like, you know, doing the work without, without starting by reflecting on what they've, what they, what it means to choose to do the work, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, so I, I think there's like, you know, I think that's a really important thing. And um, I always come back to um, John McElhaney, who is, uh, he was the founder, he was one of the, uh, he was the CEO of SolidWorks, the, the CAD company. He was the, one of the co-founders of the company that, uh, the company Onshape that I worked at uh, previously. And he would always ask this one question of us as like, as salespeople, like we, it was a friggin' hard job. And like, and when, when he would notice that someone was feeling down, he would, he would approach them and just be like, Jeff, in, in five years, do you think the internet is going to play a larger or a smaller, uh, a larger or smaller role in the businesses uh, in, in business? Do you think the internet is going to play a larger role or a smaller role in business in five years? That's the question that he would ask. Yeah. And it's like, it's going to play a larger role. Cool. Yeah you're in the right place then because mm. what you're doing is like because you are you are part of something that will grow and it doesn't feel like it's not going to every day it doesn't feel like every day doesn't feel like you've taken like a big like a big a big climb up the ladder mm -hmm. right every day can feel hard good days are going to feel good bad days are going to feel bad but on average there's going to be more days that are a little bit better than than not good and there's and that's going to be that ongoing trend and that's mm -hmm. that that trend that's going to happen for ages because your your bet is that this thing that we that this thing that we're making is something that people is something that's going to be more relevant to people in the future mm -hmm. and you're bringing them the future and I keep going back to that. Like John's is one of the people that's on my like mental board of directors because mm -hmm. I, I always ask myself this as I ask this myself this question. Coming out of a pandemic, are people going to care more or less about how they feel in their bodies? Pretty easy. Yes, hopefully. And, yeah, and like I think they're going to care more. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, I think that, and like if I'm wrong, if that base assumption is wrong then this business can fail and I'm okay with it. Like I can mm -hmm. go get a job. I am totally capable of working for someone else, I think. Yeah. Um, but like, but it's like, it, and I think that, and that is the, and that's kind of the infinite game that I think we're playing as healthcare, as, as healthcare providers that like everybody that works outside of the current insurance system as it stands in the US, like as like, like truly people who are focused on like, on, on outcomes, like mm -hmm. you don't have and and whose incentives are also based on outcomes. Yeah. I think that we are all in that position. Yeah. I think like fitness professionals, like in in 5 years will people care more or less about their about fitness? Mhm. Mm I don't know the I genuinely don't know the answer to that. I like it's possible that like the fitness that that fitness industry will not grow will collapse in like 8 years. Well, it's, it's it's possible that the fitness industry like like we're like wellness and wellness and wellness is like the is like the internet. It's an exponential curve. 
I think right. fitness has been through has been through exponential curves and I don't know what I don't know. I genuinely mm-hmm. don't because I'm on the outside of it. I don't know if it's still on, if it's still growing exponentially or if it's growing linearly. If it's growing linear, if you're in an industry that's moving in a line, in a linear path, right? Like, you know, kind of thinking about like um like <laughs> I don't know how many people are, can relate to this, but um if you work in a big corporate job, like every year you get like a 3% cost of living increase. That's a linear, mm-hmm. that's a linear increase. Right. But then if you have like, you know, if you, if, you know, if, if you're like, if you are in one of those, if you're in a company that's like consistently, that's like consistently promoting you, like your salary goes, like your salary goes up in a, not in a line, but it goes up in a curve, right? That's what an mm-hmm. exponential, an exponential curve yeah. is, right? And, and, and I think it's, and I think if you're in a, a business that you, that is nonlinear, if you're in a business that is that has a an, that has an exponential growth curve, you you're in the right place. Like mm-hmm. if you're doing if you're providing a good service, you are playing a game that is ultimately go, that is like infinite at least in the near enough term, right? It's yeah. not a zero sum game, right? Yeah. Like fitness fitness may be a zero sum game because you know one person you know maybe the total number of people that belong to gyms doesn't go up but they Mm-mm. go to different type but they go to different types of gyms so maybe the proportion of crossfit versus like personal trainers versus like big box gyms right. like maybe that, yeah. those proportions shift but the overall but the bucket doesn't change the the total number Mm-mm. of people in the bucket doesn't change the bucket that we're in as massage therapists as manual therapists as body workers that bucket is growing and that bucket oh, yeah. and I have I see no reason to anticipate that that bucket isn't going to grow which mm-hmm. means that there is space and if there's space we don't have to compete with one another there isn't a, like like an individual like there isn't a zero like there is not a zero sum game exactly. a zero sum game means that like in in, a, in our in our industry a zero sum game means that like or if you if you were in Arlington Massachusetts and I was also in Arlington Massachusetts every client you have is a client I don't have mm-hmm. right and if we're in, and like but like where but what's great about a lot of the um the practitioners that I work with and like the people that I choose to, that I choose to build my network with are people who are saying like every client, every client I have is a great client Mm -hmm. and not every client is going to be a perfect fit for me. And it's really exciting for me to have another person to pass people to, both whether it's a personality fit, whether it's a, whether it's a like work, a job to be done fit, like whatever it Mm -hmm. is, like, it's not like, it makes me it like other people the presence of other practitioners makes me can make me a more effective practitioner oh yeah so i think it's yeah. like so i think that that's like that's how i think about it from like when i think about what i do i think about it on a very big picture because mm-hmm. in the very big picture it's a stupid simple question mm-hmm. are there going to be more people that want body work now in a year than want body work now yes mm-hmm. cool then do that like <laughs> cool. whatever happens happens yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. like you yeah. the tactics all that stuff like the tactics that i take like whatever work i do like however i do however i dig into it it's gonna work and there's gonna be like like there's gonna be black swan moments right like there's going to be like once in a lifetime once in a generation things that happen like I don't know, like, dude, you live on an, you live on a freaking island in the Gulf of Mexico, right? Like, 
guess what's going to happen in like 30 years? That island's yep. not going to, that island's not going to be there. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like there are, there are going to be, there are like, like there are real live, like geopolitical shit that's going to go on. That's that mm. might change the, that might change the landscape, but those are like, by definition, like, like by definition, those are like big aberrant effect events that might affect that might as like you know as as people who work in close contact with other people might affect us more than others might affect us less than others right like but we're not but if we're but if we're not casting ourselves as a luxury if we're casting ourselves as like an integral part of somebody's life if the if people believe if if people believe that like we're not going to be necessarily recession proof but we're not going to be you know we're not like you know like we're not going to have like the if if we have another pandemic in a, in like 18 months like that's a different story but like why is like but if that might what, happen too though yeah exactly <laughs> so. it might happen but what are the odds like is it likely like how likely is something going to how likely is it that it's going to happen if mm-hmm. it happens is it going to be bad yup probably is yeah. is it going to be horribly disruptive probably is is it going to be the, is it, but like, but is it, you know, you know, it's, yeah. it's, but that's, but, but can you control it? No. Okay. And that's where I think coming into like the, the kind of the pragmatic stuff that you're talking about of like, you know, it's on the day, like, how do you manage this time? How do you manage, like, like if you can't see your clients or if, I don't know, you're like going to move on to the other side of the world from a bunch of your clients, like, how can you, how can you provide how can you provide something to them that they're that they're going to really value and and like and if your intentions are pure and you do and you ultimately believe that like my presence in someone else's life is going to have can have a positive effect on them then you can then then it opens it up it opens it opens up the whole world to you yeah and that's that's the thing. So, like, what you also touched on the networking is another very important part of it too, right? So, it's it is like we are in a society where I feel like yes, us as body workers, we only gonna have more work. Like, we only gonna need more therapists, and you know, it's kind of like generations are growing up, and you know, some people are um, more open to it, or these younger generation might be a little bit more open to different alternative medicine because they're not going to have this money for any kind of medical procedure. So they're going to go see somebody else first, hopefully. And they've also gone through, they've also seen like, they've also seen the, the opioid crisis firsthand. They've seen, um, they've seen like the, horrible they've seen the horrible increase in like in heart disease cancer diabetes life like like all diseases that are hugely lifestyle impacted they've lost parents to that they've Mm -hmm. seen they've seen how that affects how that affects people and so they're like you can't you can't come away from that and not say like hmm maybe there is a better way yeah yeah, yeah. So I think like that's definitely like a growing market for sure. And but it also still matters, I think, like what we do in it, because again, like if you think about you're carving out money for yourself that somebody else is losing, then again, you think about in a finite mindset of 
there's certain amount of uh, success or money to be made in this business, which is not true, right? So the more, for example, for us, like the different techniques you add, you open up different markets for yourself. Like you add more techniques or more services and Mm -hmm. then you just keep opening these doors. So it's never really, it's never uh, one box. It's just an infinite box that's out there and you just have to find a way how to tap into it. The other solution is the net, not even the other solution, but the other side of it is definitely, I think so too, is the networking and having those people in your corner and in your team that also think that somebody's my patient also can be a chiropractic mm-hmm. patient also mm-hmm. can be an acupuncturist patient like it's almost like the more patients we have all together the more patients everybody have like yeah. everybody has it's not yeah. like oh if somebody comes to massage therapy they're not going to go to chiropractic it's actually contrary to that they will it's more likely that they're going to go get a chiropractic session it's more likely that they're going to hire a strength coach or personal trainer because i'm going to recommend that and then i'm going to say it's like hey i would love i this is the personal trainer i work with and i would love for you to go see them and we could collaborate and bring you to a better state or -hmm. help you find a better state definitely that networking is really important and that's one of my heartbreaks in massage therapists even between themselves like not just outside of their healthcare not just Mm -hmm. outside of lmts but that's definitely one of my uh disappointments and when i see that in other lmts that they refuse to network with Mm -hmm. other professionals uh because they think that they do better by themselves or that they they can again and that's where kind of like for me the ignorance comes in of like Mm -hmm you don't understand, like anything could happen to you um, and you need a network that feeds you clients or take takes care of your clients while you're gone or whatever and mm-hmm. then hands them back to you. But you have a much better chance surviving in this environment, whatever it is, with other people in your team versus you going at the whole world by yourself and trying to do everything by yourself. Yep. So I really, I, I I don't, when I think about like talking to other therapists, like that's generally the first thing that I look for is like, are they able to network and communicate in a way? Are they excited, for example, like with another different type of therapist? Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is awesome. Like I don't do hot stone massage, but like you do great. Can I put you on my website? Like, this is awesome. Like, I want you to have all the business that you can have. And Mm -hmm. it, because it doesn't take anything away from my practice. It doesn't like the people know what they want. If they want a hot stone massage, they're going to get one of those. Like, it's not a big deal, but Mm -hmm. they just, you know, it's, we can go a little bit further to get it. I think like it's still, Client education is another thing for me that definitely has to go into it. And that's another reason why I don't like these like singular individual therapists, because I think the more clients we can reach, however way we can, the more possible clients, the more Mm -hmm. outreach we could do, um, the better our chances are in like five, 10, 15, 20 years from Mm -hmm. now, right? So the more clients we can generate for ourselves, basically. Yeah those things are very important and that's i think like we should focus that as a professional a little bit more and kind of like be a little bit more 
um, collaborative with each other and learn from each other and just even just to listen to each other a little bit more yep. and not think that we have to do everything alone because that's just not true. And it's also really hard that way. So <laughs> I would not recommend it to a friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the whole like, you know, if you want to go far, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. And, and you know, I have a, and, and I think it's like, I agree wholeheartedly and, and, and so much of that. And, and I think, you know, one of my like kind of knee jerk reactions when I started this was like, I didn't want to say I was a massage therapist because that would, because that would, that would put me into a category. And I've, I've kind of come around on that. I'll, I'll tell people I'm a massage therapist. And, and what I end up doing is I'll tell people if I, if they're like, oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Tell me more. I will talk about how I, how I do, I will, contextualize what they know of massage therapy. And I will say, yeah, like, so you've had massage before. Yeah. Like my, my work is really different than the, like, it was, it's like my work is different from like typical, like a typical massage therapy the massage therapist. And I'll also say like, uh, and I do this all the time. I recommend people to massage therapists all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I don't do well, I do. It, it's it, I, it's absurd, actually. I I have clients who come in, like regular clients, come in once a month, uh, come in like from once a month, come in twice a month, and they're and I'm like, like they're like talking about how they're stressed, they're they're feeling stressed, and they're like, oh, just go, like go get a massage. And I was like, you know that I am a massage therapist, and if you wanted to, if you wanted me to just give you a massage. I would be down, like There's I'm down to option, do that. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but why would I put snow tires on a Ferrari? And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll hang with that. That's, that's a, yeah. that, that's good. But still it's like, it's like, like they, like our clients aren't dumb. They know exactly. what they want. They, mm -hmm. they like, like we got to give them that credit. Right. I hope like they know yeah. at least like in principle, they know what they're, they know what they're after. And like the best and our best clients, the ones I can almost guarantee you the ones that are actually paying your bills are the ones that do care about, like, they do care about how you're different. Like they mm -hmm. care about what you're doing versus what, versus what someone else does. And like, they also would, they would also be receptive to like, Hey, these two things complement one another. Like, right. Those like right. your people, that's what they like. I, I can guarantee you that's who pays your bills. Unless you're like, mm -hmm. unless you're selling like $30, $30 sessions on Groupon, like, yeah. That's Which doesn't. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And that's what I think too is like, and that's where like the loyalty kind of comes in. And um again, like for me, like in the infinite game perspective, that's when you look further than your next paycheck and your next you know, if you work in a spa and like work you work in like one of those chains too, like it's really hard to keep that perspective because you're literally just working for your next paycheck. But if you have like loyal clientele, regular clientele, having that mindset of like, no, 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 this the not the end game is not for me to give you a massage today. The end game is is that you feel you know over the time or whatever you feel a lot better overall. Mm -hmm. You learn practices that you know you can pull out every day and you have a relation like a therapeutic relationship with somebody that you can call at any time if they need to, but they also provide you with so much more extra value mm -hmm. that it's kind of like just every, 
every part of your life just kind of like gets better in this like health and more well wellness like mindset mm -hmm. so I think like that's the other thing too is like and I always thought about it that was like I don't want one-off clients like I want the clients who mm -hmm. you know two months from now they can you know squat down or they can get off from the floor or they can actually lay on their stomach or they can actually you know bend over or something you know like mm -hmm. not just one off and then hope for the best but actually staying with the process and growing their health mindset too and that's when I like more think about this is not even we thought we talked about this many times before when we get into these conversations like we're not just talk, talking about massages we're talking about cultivating sensory awareness like mm -hmm. we're cultivating a better body image like a better awareness of your own self and then cultivating that movement or that freedom that flow like we just do so much more than massage therapy mm -hmm. or that or massage therapy is so much more than people just think about yeah so i think like for me that's the other thing too is like there's so much more to show people massage therapy can do for them and there's the other infinite loophole if infinite rabbit hole that we can go down into right when we had the conversation with eddie about the trauma-informed massage speaking therapy. of infinite if speaking of infinite is a whole other rabbit hole down there yeah. that we can just go into and shift into so we have so many opportunities to not be in a finite game of running after our monies like client mm -hmm. after client that i think we just need to like you know think about that and like especially with small businesses like for me that's what gives me the safety and that's what gives me stability and the hope and optimism in my future it was like mm. oh my gosh like there's so much more behind this that i can still do there's i always feel like i could like if i wouldn't be this busy i could do so much more <laughs> so it's just little steps and there's time for everything but definitely good to plan on it or good to just even look at it from the outside every once in a while yeah yeah and and i think that i i can't agree more with that <laughs> and and that's why i always go back to like i always go back to the big picture mm -hmm. like what do i like what is the foundational belief behind my behind this business do mm -hmm. i still believe that that's true if it is great then then it's not like this is not a zero sum game. This is a game. This isn't in it. This is an infinite game. This is a game mm -hmm. without winners, without losers, like in the long, in the long term. this is a game that like, this is a game that like that, that, that actually we can, you know, that we can all play together. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's where I like, you know, I, I, I like, I, I know, it's just like, it's also more fun, like yeah. kind of like, you know, I'm it's more selfish, play. right? Like I just yeah. like to play, right? Like I'm yeah. like, that's why I started this. Absolutely. I started this business because I want to like, because I just, I don't, I don't want to work. I want to play. I want to figure, mm -hmm. I want to like, I want to puzzle with stuff. I want to like, I want to tweak things. I want to figure stuff out. And like, part of that is figuring out how a business works. Part of that's figuring out how, like, how to like help someone feel better. Like, I just want, yeah. uh, like, I want those opportunities yeah. and like, as long as I'm doing those things, like, you know, can hit lean times, can hit, can hit boom times. They're, they're going to come and they're going to go. It's, and it's mm -hmm. fine. Um, but that's that, that I think is like a, if it, it's, it's coming back to like, 
the other Simon Sinek book, like, what's the why? Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. We're doing this because we think we can help people feel better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do we believe, do we still believe we can help people feel better? Yes. Exactly. Do we believe that there are more people that want to feel better? Do we think, do I believe that today there are more people that want to feel better than there were three years ago? Yes. Do I believe that in three years, there are more people that are going to want to feel better than there are today? Yes. Cool. Then we can go. Mm-hmm. And and I find that that actually works that like I've had interesting conversations with people um, who are either massage therapists, body workers, like, like body workers of some variety or other. And like bringing it back to that, like that starting point, like there, they end up buried in the details. They end up stuck down and like stuck down in, in like the moment right now. Like they, they, their peripheral vision comes in narrow. They're having that fight or flight response, right? Like, cause everything comes back to our nervous systems. Um, but, but they're coming into that same thing. And then like, if you're like, yeah, but you know, I think that like, you know, it's like, like, oh yeah, man, pandemic was so hard. Pandemic was so hard. Like so hard on the business, like, and I don't mean to dismiss, be dismissive of it, but yeah, because yeah, it was. Of course, it was. It was a freaking pandemic, right? Like the world stopped for most of a year in a lot of ways, and like I don't know, there's millions of people who are dead because of it. So yeah, like the pandemic was really tough. Um, the the problems of like a sole proprietor, a sole proprietor, massage therapist in that context freaking tiny stop being like don't be so damn selfish but then also it's like but then also it's like all right like yeah the pandemic was tough but do you think people are do you think people feel shittier now than they did before the pandemic probably cool well then you should probably just do your job because doing your job is gonna make you feel better <laughs> like yeah it's yeah. and like go back to the big picture like what's the bet like what's the what's the big like what is the biggest question that we're that that what is the biggest assumption that you're making people mm-hmm. want to feel that people don't feel good and they want to feel better and then i can and i and i can help them i can help them get there cool do you still believe that yes all right then let's get to work yeah all the details can just kind of like they come out in the yeah. wash yeah Exactly. Yeah. Little things don't matter at that point when you have those answers and when you have those uh, perspectives. I'm like, okay, you could do like your massages literally anywhere and whatever, and then just go get, get to it and then you'll be fine. So. Yeah. And yeah, it's like the details, the detail, like I, and I, I'm super dismissive of details when I talk in those mm-hmm. big pictures, like the details are hard. Like the, the work mm-hmm. is not like, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mean to minimize that either. Like the, like it's not, it's not easy to like, it's not easy to do what we do, but then go listen to the last two episodes where we both mm-hmm. talked about like how we deal with, how we deal with it when we get caught up in the hard stuff and then what we do and like how quickly and effectively it works to pay attention to that, to like, to, to do the things that we were talking about in the, in the episode two weeks, two weeks ago. So mm-hmm. solve the right problem. Yeah. Like you can't, like you can't solve a, like, if you have a re- if you have a money problem, like you have a money problem. But if you have like a if you have like a, a if you're having a crisis of faith and you're trying to solve a money problem, it's not going to work so good. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's a good, really good one because like some of those things is like not the problems that you first think it is. Yeah. Like it's not not it's just like kind of like hidden in there, and then once you peel it that bag, then you can actually ask the right 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 questions and like actually go back to the fire go back to the center and then that's when i think like that's when you get creative and that's when you get like 
resilient like mm-hmm. once you go back to that center of like the whys and um you know when, once you get out of this like fight or flight or like the surface questions that's when you get you have the space to be resilient and be creative and be inspired and that's what's going to help you the most and again other people get get your tribe get onto it so yeah, definitely recommend the book and I'm listening to it and any of the podcasts with Simon Sinek, like he's definitely one of my um, favorite brains right now. And he's very optimistic. He also has a podcast called uh, A Bit of Optimism, where he interviews very, very interesting people. So I can, I, I highly recommend that too. Every single episode is totally different. And I think he's a very good thinker and very... Um, we need we need him now we need him in this world very much so yeah yeah and and right alongside him um seth godin anything seth godin mm-hmm. writes about creativity you can map over to massage therapy mm-hmm. um he's uh, he's another one and uh um i'm gonna go with uh one one last uh one one last thing is uh one of the uh is a quote that uh, a quote from Frederick that's been attributed to both Frederick Nietzsche and Viktor Frankl. So give it give you know depending on how depending on how dark you want stuff you can if you want it dark you can say it's a Nietzsche quote Nietzsche. if you want it like a little bit lighter you can say that it's uh, you can say that it's it's Frankl. But he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. Mm, wow. Okay. Say that again. He who has a why to live can bear almost any how. Yeah. If you know what you're, if you know why you're doing, if you know why you're doing it, you can like the details can get don't matter because you can make any D de- like, cause any details can, cause tactics, tactics change. We have frameworks. Mm-hmm. We don't have gospels, right? We, mm-hmm. we figure out what we need to do. Not we, we, we figure out what we need to do as long as we, and we can do that as long as we know why we're doing it. Awesome. I love it. That's a very, I think like that's a good starting point. So, or starting, ending point. It's like, we're not going back to this again. <laughs> um, but I also, that made me think, think of like, sometimes like at one point, we're going to have to invite somebody who disagrees with us because <laughs> I think we just agree on so many things. Like we're like, yeah, like I know, I think that. <laughs> yeah. So and, at one do, point, we're gonna, if you're listening yeah. and you, and you are, if, if you totally are, disagree, please, yeah. we want <laughs> counterpoints. I would love a counterpoint. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just I'm like, I want to see that because we're just like, at the same time, everybody should see this video, but we're like, so fired up about it. I'm like, yes, yes, this is so true. And this is why we do it and everything. So we need counterpoints. So please reach out to us if you have that too. Um, but before you do that, please listen to some of these podcasts or if you have time to the infinite game, because it makes a very valuable points as of today for us and going forward to the future. So that's the other reason why I really love it. And um, anything you want to add, Jeff? No, I think that's, I think we are in the right place to right place to call it. Yes. So thank you all for listening. And again, anytime, just please reach out to us if you have questions, comments, um, disagreements. Please disagreements. Please. and uh, see you guys next week back here again.
Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Hands at the Table. If you got something out of this episode, have comments or topics you'd like us to cover, please let us know by tagging us on Instagram. Bori is at restore underscore revive underscore therapy, and Jeff is at just breathe manual therapy. We'd also appreciate if you can take a minute to leave us a rating, like, or review wherever you listen. It'll help other people find us. We'll see you next week.